Howard by Lugione Cigars. That's www.illusione.com. This is the unofficial and unauthorized Disillusione D program podcast. Welcome to the Society for February 3, 2020. I am Cap Lewis Media. With me is my co-host, Dion Giolito, owner, of course, of Illusione. How's it going, Dion? Pretty good. You sounded a little robotic there in the beginning. I don't know if anybody got any of that. I am a human being. I am tired of fielding questions in regards to my obvious humanity. So, uh, yeah. Or did you mean did you mean my cadence, or did you mean yes. my actual quality? Yeah, your cadence, your uh, your 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 rhythmical uh, speech, your cadence. Well, Dion, as you know, this industry that we are in different spectrums of, but share ultimately is one of passion. So um, I don't think a computer, if I were to be one, would be able to exhibit such passion. Um. Yeah, I, I just don't know what to say. Is this is this some sort of an accusation? I mean, we haven't met in person. No, it's it's not I, an accusation. It's it's merely an observation. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm merely I'm, an observation. I'm a little tender. Sorry if I uh, had a rough couple of weeks. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to um, assume that you were assaulting my humanity or at least questioning it. No, uh, at least at least not yet. I got my coffee not, this morning. That's good. I got good. my coffee. Yeah. I was not going to be denied. I, I, I was not going to be denied another 40 minutes or so of blogging or talking or vodding, whatever it is that we do uh, without my coffee. So I got uh, I got a coffee cup and a mm. saucer. And a so Nice. I'm a big fan of... So I, uh, okay. We're, we're going to go off the deep end right away, I think, because... I'm a huge fan of saucers. So am I. So am they I. seem to have fallen into complete uh, disregard. No, nobody uh, regards them. Like nobody thinks of them. Nobody offers them. Nobody uses them. Right. They're awesome. You have a little tray just right. for yourself for underneath your cup of coffee or tea. So the way, okay, the way it is, everybody, the big mug of coffee, the office mug right they walk around with like this big gulp cup with a handle on it right and it just has coffee all day i mean so yeah you look at you look at me i got a proper cup and a proper saucer people might think oh well you know he's 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 a snob or look he's at this a fella yeah oh you there I just I I drink I drink my coffee. I just I just want to address something you cut out real quick. But... Yeah, yeah, I got a call. I had a call coming in oh, and, okay. and I just deleted it. So Nice. But anyways, it's it's look, it's a it's a civilized way to drink your coffee or your tea or whatever it is. You know, people might look, right. "Oh, you know, I, I drink my I drink my coffee out of a uh, a, 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 a 32 ounce plastic thermos." Yeah. Or, uh, uh, 
Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I out of a out of an engine part, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need Just no food. All of my enemies. But yeah, uh, yeah. But the I, thing I, is, it's like we've 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 completely gotten away from. Well, actually, we haven't gotten away from it because coffee culture is huge right now. But they still don't serve. They no, still don't you, serve it with the saucer. So no, they don't. Go, the biggest, trendiest coffee places, they'll give you a mug they, of coffee, and yeah, it breaks my heart every right. time. Could you not? So you go to any country. You go to any country in the world, okay? You go to Italy. Whether they give you an espresso, whether they give you a cappuccino, whether whatever, it comes out with a cup and a saucer. You and go into saucer. a third-world country. You go to a third-world country, okay? nothing dirt poor nothing going on okay nothing in front of but they bring you coffee in a cup with a saucer a saucer and uh, it, there is a caveat you did mention you get you get a you get a you get a pull of espresso you do get a saucer with a little demitasse type mug and saucer set up sometimes you do sometimes you do i've been i've been we we have some very very good coffee places around here in reno uh sometimes you do get one on a saucer uh with a little spoon uh other times they'll just you know hand it to you right across the bar you know they'll hand it to you like some little like an animal yeah like they're presenting it to you as like a little tiffany egg uh yeah like a little kitten look at this this is so cute and no, I do actually. I have had a couple of experiences under my belt now that I've gotten through. I can hear your cup hitting your saucer. That's good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go to a sit down establishment, a downtown sit down establishment for espresso, and they give it to me in the bottom of a disposable cup. Yeah, styrofoam cup. Probably the worst way to receive an espresso i would rather they flung it at me yeah without any type of vessel whatsoever and hopefully i would catch some in my mouth before it hit my shirt and whoever was behind me just horrible and they don't in case you're wondering it doesn't appear that they make a proper size disposable cup for a double shot of espresso for a dopio so it's 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 like a half, there's a, just a little bit of espresso in the bottom of this disposable cup. Hmm. And I didn't get it to go. It's a sit down downtown. Uh, th- this isn't where we wanted to go with the show. But yeah, it, cups, saucers, you have a plate. You have a plate for your for a little snack alongside your 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 cup of coffee or tea. You have a, a pl- your spoon, your I it's all know. right there. It's all right there. It's uh, I don't know what the world's coming to sometimes, and it's just disappointing and quite honestly scary, or yeah, at least we, off-putting. Yeah, we've just become a bunch of knuckle-dragging heathens. We're all savages, you know, running around drinking, drinking coffee out of oversized, things. ridiculous mugs. Yeah, and we're also okay. So we're also drinking coffee out of pint glasses, out of glass. You know, okay, so. The coffee, when, when I go to a restaurant or I go into a cafe or whatever, and they bring that clear glass, it's not really a mug. It's not really a coffee cup. It's like that in-between thing. It's like mm. when you go into a bar and you get like this Irish uh, this <laughs> Irish drink, you know, the thing. And they, they So it's clear. It's like this clear coffee cup, but it's a little taller. Mm. 
and you get your Irish coffee or whatever. If yeah. somebody, if I go to a cafe and somebody brings me coffee in that clear thing, I'm like, <sighs> take it back, put it in a proper cup. Like right. this is not coffee. I don't mm. like looking at my coffee through the vessel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And as someone who's reviewed coffee, you don't need the clear vessel to yeah. enjoy your coffee. You you could use a white one. If I was reviewing yeah. something or cupping something, I would have right. a white vessel. But clear. I'm sorry, but it, it, here's here's something. It's just it's awesome. no matter what, no matter what a clear glass thing is shaped like, whether it's like a tall boy mug or a regular mug with a handle, no matter what it is, if it's clear glass, it's a glass. Right. You're it's not fooling me. It's right. not a cup. It's not a right. mug. It's no. a glass. It it's could a be glass. a fishbowl. It's a glass. Right. So let's get that out of the way right off the bat. Clear glass right in there it's yeah. glass don't it's serve not me a mug. hot coffee don't serve me hot coffee in a glass in a glass this is ridiculous yeah this is absurd i'm insulted yeah is what i would tell the person who had the misfortune of attempting to satisfy me take it back and put it in the right vessel mm. Mm. and if you put it in a wrong vessel how if your knowledge of the product allows you to put it in the entirely wrong type of vessel, how good is your product? So are they going to correct it and put it in the right vessel and then it's going to be the best cup of coffee you ever had? It's probably going to be dreck because they don't even know how to package it. Probably. I mean, contextual get a contextual understanding of your environs. It's, it's not going to be great unless you're lucky or they're lucky and they accidentally did something right. Yeah. Unless they're, unless you go into a coffee place and they're pulling like say uh nitro coffee or they're doing like some <laughs> sort of like fresh fluffy coffee summer drink, mm. the glass might be acceptable then because it's, it's a cold drink, right? Right. Then it's a, yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it might because be okay. Then you don't require a mug. A cold drink does not require a right. mug. Right. The Obviously. nitro pull probably different we're just talking about hot coffee right yeah hot coffee or hot not tea. iced coffee not nitro coffee not cold brew not right. uh, not any of that kind of action yeah. but a hot cup of coffee now that's a good that's an interesting question when you when you tell me coffee i automatically go hot there's no so question in my head absolutely is this guy talking hot or cold and i don't know if that's just me because in the middle of the summer it's 90 plus degrees. I'm, I'm drinking a hot cup of coffee. So am I. I don't do the iced coffee. I don't right. like watered down coffee. I don't do the nitro coffee because I'm not pretentious enough for that just yet. And, and, and I don't, I just don't like cold coffee. Coffee no. to me no. is a hot beverage. It is. And it tastes different to me. It tastes like, well, cold coffee. Yeah. And that's not ideal. It's like cold pizza. Pizza right. tastes awesome hot. It also tastes awesome cold, if that's your thing. Uh, but it's a different animal. It's a different taste. It's a different experience. When I have cold coffee, it feels like I'm having leftover coffee, is what I'm saying. I'm having yeah. yesterday's last slice of pizza. Yes. That's very, the feeling, I yes, guess. Yes. Off-putting. Disturbing. Yeah, it is. And, and there's no joy in it. There's no luxuriating in it. There's no time spent in a cold cup of coffee. 
it's a getter done kind of mainline your caffeine kind of rush and there's no there's no introspective option for enjoying a cold cup of whatever so the six pumps of sugar whatever goes into it you get that huge cup of coffee there's a transition with a lot of this and i think this is why it's become so popular and why people have gone to cold coffees you know cold coffees with ice which still completely confuses me you go in and you get this this large cup of coffee the six pumps of whatever it goes into it and then the transition from hot to cold i think is probably (laughs) a little is probably a little more uh easier to stomach right because now you got these people walking around the office these Mm. jerks with these huge cups of coffee huge massive cups tumblers of coffee and it's like dude You've been holding on to that for like two hours. It's like it's like a binky. I mean, what are you doing? It's got to be cold. It's got to be cold by now, right? It's like it's, it's got to be completely unenjoyable. Oh, yeah, it but... would be it, it would be like the again that that leftover pizza analogy, but instead of wolfing it down, you're just nibbling yeah. at it for three so, hours. So here here it is. Okay, the the transition is the six pumps of sugar because now what it's gone from from this hot drink. It's gone to this cold drink now, which is, for lack of better words, it's kind of like chocolate milk, you know, the, the bunny chocolate milk or the, the strawberry milk. It's, 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 a, it's the same animal, but it's a different animal now. Now it's a cold, sweet drink. Right. Instead right. of a hot drink. You know, co- coffee, we could dis- look, we could debate this forever, right? I mean, it was really hard. I remember when I was trying to get my, my friend into drinking espresso i said i got the this nespresso machine and i'm pulling little shots mm. and they go here you go he's like oh man this is great he's like i want another one i'm like well then have another one you know <laughs> so you have another one he's like well you know it's like trying to break him out of this routine like because you, these guys they always walk around with the cut the, the mug of office coffee right it's kind of like they're they're uh it's you kind of like a safety head. it's blanket. a binky it's a safety right. it's exactly a i was gonna say so yes coffee culture it's or it's a fiddlestick it's like a it's something to it's it's a fidget spinner it's something it's it's something to hold on to right it's it's whatever it is it's something it's 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 transcended just a cup of coffee at that point and not in a very pleasing manner right whereas in italian culture you walk up to the bar you get your, your your coffee whatever it is your cappuccino your espresso boom you suck it down that's it you walk away right you walk up to the counter you walk away you know our coffee culture here has turned into this like warm chair fireplace book oversized sweater and that's where the oversized mug comes in and you're under an afghan which you know not to get sidetracked from being sidetracked but as a healthy person thank god I don't understand how anybody that's also physically capable could just cuddle up under a blanket during the day. It makes me feel like I should be in a nursing home. But I'll see, put a doing... hoodie on. I'll I'll, I'll turn it right. heat up. Yeah. Uh, but 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 to put on a a, a lap throw as a, as as a not somewhat unhealthy person as somebody that's still mobile. Well, for the here, most part, yeah, right. I don't so get the lap the, throw. They're doing I don't the get same the blankies. things. Right. They're doing the same things in the coffee shops, right? They go in, they set up, they find their chair, 
they sit down, they get their coffee, whatever they got their, they got their, their sweater on, they got their Pinterest thing on their paddle. And then they sit down. Okay. This is like, okay, you're going to sit down for like an hour process with something that should take you no more than, than at the most 30 seconds to drink. Okay. Two minutes, maybe if it's a cup of coffee, maybe three to five minutes, if it's a latte, you're set up there to camp out for like an hour. With this yeah. cup of coffee. This is going to be your life right. this for is an hour, for maybe 90 hour. minutes. Right. Yeah. So, so it, it's your life for the next hour when it should only be your life for two minutes. Right? Because right. you're going in to get the coffee, hit it, quit it, get out. You know, how do you – it's just like it defeats the purpose. It defeats the purpose of sitting there because you can't stretch that one cup of coffee out. From being right. what it's supposed to be, drinking it while it's hot, it still has all its taste, its oils, its aromatics. The crema is not dissipated yet. Right. It, 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 people sit there and they look at their double shot of espresso, which is maybe two mouthfuls, until their crema, and I'm not saying cream for those that don't do espresso, I'm saying crema. Their crema disappears, everything settles, it's not how it was intended, and you're still sipping at it. For like, uh, I've seen people take a half hour on the double shot. It's impossible. From the moment that espresso You're sipping is pulled, battery acid you, you at are. the from, end. From the moment that espresso is pulled and it's going into the cup, it's dying. The closer you can drink it and the closer you can ingest it to when it was pulled, the better that coffee is. If you let now, it sit there and you let the crema dissolve and you let it get cold, you might as well just chuck it. You might as well throw it away because it is not the animal that it was when it came out of the machine. You've ruined it. You've killed it. Yes. You've led to its rather timely demise. But it, And that's interesting because I think there's an there's a issue here where people, they think that if something is to be enjoyed, to be savored, it has to have, like, there's an expectancy that it's going to take a while. The world has to stop. You have to be involved with this intimately, whatever this enjoyment thing is for an extended period of time. And they, they're they not good at understanding. You can have a very pleasant couple of seconds downing a shot of espresso. You don't have to make a half a day out of it you don't, or anything. No. You don't have you don't have to meditate for four hours. You could uh, meditate for ten minutes. It's a jolt. It's an energy drink. It's something to drink to to uh, to give you the jolt to start you out in the day to drink a couple, three, four, whatever it is, throughout the day. Right. That's true. And get going. another one, like you said, right. with your buddy. Get another right. one. Then get another. Get one. another one. Right. You don't have you want to, to carry spend more time. Get another one. And that's a, I was going to say that leads to an in interesting question because I love cigars. I have a passion for cigars, you might even say. Love coffee. Love them together. Espresso, cigars, brilliant together. But there's a time differential. A cigar, figure a Robusto, 60 minutes, give or take shot of espresso double shot of espresso couple minutes tops so how do you do that if you want to pair a cigar with an espresso is it just get more espresso or is there a spot where you do you down the espresso then light the cigar uh do you finish off the cigar with a pull of espresso do you have like a personal preference there or do you recommend anything 
you're asking. Do you me. understand what I'm saying? Yes. You're, yes. You're, you're, oh, yeah. Well, I, espresso is one of those problematic things I think to pair, quote unquote, with with cigars because it is. It's it, it's a different type of animal. It's a different vehicle. You're you're, you're going to get something out of it. It's like espresso is quick, clean, efficient. Yeah. Down, down where you know. Down and that doesn't hatch, mean it, it. And again, that doesn't mean it can't be lovely as well. Right. right. But it is. I mean, look at the size of it. It's meant to be taken quickly. Okay, so so the the only way I can really see pairing it, right? Because espresso generally is very intense. It's rich. Uh, it has a very very long finish. So what you're doing yeah. is the is is after you down that espresso. Now you're combining it with the flavor of the smoke on your palate, right? So that that can linger. I mean, the espresso can linger anywhere from a couple of minutes to 10 minutes. I mean, just depending on on, on the type of bean or how it was pulled right. or how much, you know, how many oils or how much oil is, is, is in your coffee. So that interaction of that long finish from the espresso with the combined with the smoke on your palate, I think you can, you can pair that, but eventually that's going to kind of go away. Um, so I don't necessarily know if espresso really is intended to be, I mean, to, 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 to be a companion. I think it is. It's a companion uh, in regards to the overall journey, I think, of, of the cigar smoking experience. Uh, but I so it's know easily that, incorporated into the lifestyle if you want to go there. Yeah. So I, I know that when I'm at the factory, when we're uh, when we're reviewing tobacco, when we're blending, coffee is always at hand, right? And, and I'm not talking about uh, a mug of coffee. I'm not even talking about a cup of coffee. I'm talking about demis, you know, little demis. Okay. Uh, so. Well, it's also a palate cleanser to a certain extent. It is. It kind of resets. Coffee is, is is a great thing in that it can reset your palate. It can also reset your your olfactory. Uh, a lot of what do you yeah. call those guys? What do you call those guys that do the wine thing? Uh, Snobs. No, no, no. Psalms, sommeliers, right? Sommeliers. So yes, what they'll sommeliers. what they'll do is if, if they're going through a lot of wine, say like if they're setting up service for whatever dinner, you know, they got five or six, eight, 10 wines, or say if you're reviewing a whole bunch of wines, you always have like a cup of coffee beans there or some ground coffee, because what you do is if you're, things can kind of tend to run into each other when you're, when you're, you know, uh, in the old factory, when you're, when you're, when you're smelling the wine. Yeah. So, ghost. Right. So coffee uh, beans or grounds can kind of reset your olfactory. So hmm. you, yeah, you, you, you inhale, you sniff the coffee. Uh, and I'm just talking about beans or granule. I'm not talking about a cup of hot coffee. And yeah, it's not a brewed cup. Of, right, yeah, right. I, I understand. But you just, you, you inhale that, then it resets the olfactory. Then you can get back into it. So I think sometimes too, when, when you start going down the rabbit hole of smoking tobacco, cigar tobacco and, and, and blends and putting things together, you can kind of, you can kind of get a little truncated. You can get a little chained up, right? Um, because your 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 tongue is a muscle. Your 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 palate, your taste buds is a muscle. And like everything, if you overuse it, you can stress it out, right? And, hmm. and it just doesn't work properly. So exactly. you kind of you kind of have to reset it, or sometimes you just have to walk away completely. You have to walk away completely and say, you know what, we're just going to do this tomorrow because yeah, and, uh, we're going to go I, backwards. I, I do that. Uh, pe people ask me, th th one of the questions, I get like a series of questions that I get asked a lot, or I have a group of questions I get asked a lot. And one of them is how do you cleanse your palate mm -hmm. between cigars? And 
ultimately it cracks me up because time, why you chain smoking cigars and and what are you doing? Are you reviewing them? Are you blending? What, why do you need such a clean, pristine palette or or just stop, just stop. And, um, I stop, I take two weeks off from smoking from everything. Like I I've been advertising or saying that, um, I take the last two weeks of February off every year. And I really don't smoke much, if at all, during that span of time when I'm not creating content for the website. And to be clear, that doesn't include us. I'm going to continue to do disillusione, deprogramming. There's just not going to be anything else going on for those two weeks. And I walked away. I walk away. I, I let my palate, I don't want to say heal because that makes it sound like I've wounded it, but I let it get uncluttered. I let it. I let it you spring just, back to life. You re, yeah, you you let it reset. So, um, kind of like the same way, quick way in between, um, in between testing tobaccos, validating components, whatever it is. The little demi of coffee is always there. We have in the office. We drink it. Kind of does a little reset. Um, but then even over time the course of the day that can even stress too so you just again you have to you you have to back up you have to walk away but i'll tell you another good thing too and i don't know what it is it's like the acidic or uh enzyme properties in it but melon is really really good like a watermelon or like a cantaloupe i've not tried that i could see cantaloupe Uh, being really great though is really good for uh resetting your palate if your palate is stressed or i'm thinking honey what have you yeah, now I, I mean, want to try honeydew. That's, again, that's that's another that's another great one to do. Every once in a while at the factory, uh, we'll do that as well. Bring in a plate of it. Uh, not all that often. Usually, if the tobaccos are really really good, right, then you don't have to set your, your reset your palate at all. Some tobaccos that you can go through can be, for letter for lack of better words, a little more aggressive than others. Mm-hmm. A little more sharp. A little more. Uh, tense a little more in your face and those can really stress out your palate as well so that you really need it's it's then where you 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 need a really good reset or something to kind of like relax your palate so you can go back into tasting a little more delicate a little more mild tobaccos a little more complex things yeah a little more prettier prettier stuff and so i i guess to i asked a question i'll answer it too if i do do if i do do (laughs) do i have to mark this explicit now dion i said do do yeah if if i do have a bit of espresso with a cigar the espresso tends to come toward the end of the cigar that's just the way i've done it i don't know if that's the correct way I don't know if I'd recommend it necessarily, but that's the way I do it. Uh, I don't want to start off a cigar with espresso up front Hmm. because to me, a pairing is never really, I think people misunderstand unless I'm misunderstanding what a pairing really is. And to me, a pairing is when you have one item serving to highlight another item. Complimenting. it's, it's exactly. a compliment. Exactly. It's not a, people seem to think it's like they have to be on par with one another and equal. And if you kind of pair to that, to my experience, it's just a cacophony of bullshit. There's too much. There, it's, it, it, it's overwhelming. It's information so overload. It, it, it's sensory overload. And so when people ask me a pairing question, I tend to first ask them, well, are they trying to highlight this or that? So maybe I do things a little differently than some, but you know, we, we kind of get that. 
but also coffee, just regular old coffee is a fine enough pairing. It lasts longer. You could drink it longer. You could drink more of it. So with a cigar, I always recommend coffee, not espresso. And yeah. I'm kind of saying that because I've been asked that question recently. So hopefully whoever asked it to me who I can't recall is listening to this and they got their answer. There we go. So, uh, well, we solved that problem. I think we worked that out well. I think, I, I also think we took 28 minutes doing it when we could have taken eight. Yeah. I can't shake that feeling. Anything else we need to talk about? Hmm. Necessarily, uh, well, define I, need, yeah, need, want or need. I, I don't know. I mean, we could talk about other things, we can certainly talk about cigars. I, we could talk, I feel about like we did tobacco. that already, kind of um, a little bit in, in a, a little bit. Way. I hope enough, I could only hope enough. Um, Got some, uh, well, I, I guess in the interest of full disclosure, got a, a little bit of feedback the other day that um, somebody was completely enjoying our Disillusione deprogramming until we gasp deviated into bacon. So um, hopefully this is cigar centric enough because I do, as a content creator, like to appease everyone. So this is disturbing to me, okay, because, and look, let's be fair, we, we are cigar-centric, but we're not all about cigars. No. Because we're, there, we're, are, there, there are so many, yes. We're on the forefront of something, actually, yeah. where we are, you know, I'm a cigar reviewer, blogger, whatever, you're a, you're a cigar brand owner, a you're in the we're both in this industry and in this industry the media therein is very pinpoint in that industry predominantly so, so here's the disturbing thing right here's the disturbing thing we talk about tobacco or cigars then it would deviate into something else generally things that that mostly we like uh hopefully it's the same things that everybody else would like but who cares commenter uh critique er we go right into from uh from talking about tobacco uh into bacon now this is the disturbing part it's because now most people go oh yeah bacon you know love bacon hashtag bacon bacon. yeah i mean hand in hand if there were two things in this world that could walk in the fire together in lockstep it was probably it would probably be cigars and bacon in my opinion, uh, I think in Fred Rui's opinion, that would be uh, an accurate statement, too. But you think that every, Fred, like, everybody, Fred likes bacon? Yeah. He, oh, I, I, well, I, I would assume, you know, oh, I, did, I, I, oh, I, n- I never I didn't know. Yeah. So anyways, I mean, you think that the subject matter transitioning from tobacco into bacon would be a, a very agreeable one for everybody. Yeah. It's, but it's getting, not like we're transitioning into a vegan lifestyle. A yeah. discussion of vegan lifestyle. Right. We're not talking about raw food. We're not talking about uh, uh, planting canna lilies. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about bacon. Okay, we're transitioning from tobacco into bacon, and then I don't probably, think we lose much audience. And then even or I didn't. Even you know? when we were talking about the bacon, we even referenced back to oh, okay, well, well, bacon is the corojo 
the Corojo wrapper of the meat world, right? Because yes. it has everything you need. It has everything you want right there. So to me, it was a little confusing to hear you were getting uh, a bit of uh, 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 negative feedback on that. It's okay. You know, we, 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 we're all about the constructive criticism. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. We will, we will take it. We, we have discussed it. And I think at this point, we're going to let it go because it is what it is. We don't see I mean, a and, and you can't it. do a show for everyone. You just can't, especially when you're trying to be a little different than industry standard, because we're not the industry standard. Okay. Here's another thing before we drop it completely. You remember when we talked about building a better burger? Yeah. That was about a hamburger. But what was it about also? It was also about blending, blending. a cigar. It, it, exactly. It, it relates directly back to blending a cigar. So what we're talking about here, okay, you have to you have to learn, okay? You're and you're gonna eventually get it, you people out there. That what we talk about is subliminally or subconsciously always <laughs> relates back to what we do with cigars or what we do with blending or what we do with anything. I mean, you have to dig a little deeper, you have to listen and go, oh. You know, because everything ties into everything with what we talk about. We could easily go into a subject and then ballet right out of that subject into something else. We could pirouette out right oh, back definitely. into tobacco. I would have then, to stretch first. And then sachet into Chinese food. I don't know. We can, we can do whatever. Right. And it all makes sense. It all comes together. It's all cohesive. Yep. It's all you one big put, thing. You just you just put down that fork and you pick up those chopsticks, but you're right. still eating the same food and from yeah. the same plate. So it's not we didn't shift contextually speaking. Yeah. So before we go, there's that. Uh, there's that. Okay. You walk into a Chinese food restaurant. That's this is funny. This is this is this is a great thing. Is this about in, cigars? It could, no way we covered that. We covered, it, could oh, yeah, yeah, be, it could be an analogy. It could be an analogy for it, but mm -hmm. you got to dig. You got to think it's subconscious. But we, may, what, what if, and I, I, I'm going to let you finish, mm -hmm. Dion, I'm going to let you finish. What if we just simply demand a bit more from our listeners? Would that be the kiss of death? Or could listeners get what we're doing? Are you saying that our podcast deserves a smarter listener? I think it. I, I think it <laughs> likes to. I think it likes to think it does. Uh, but maybe it's wrong. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. But anyway, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Maybe every dumb person thinks they need a smarter audience. I don't know. I don't I, know. I, who knows? Who knows? But you're walking into a Chinese restaurant. Sorry. Yeah. So walking in and, and you sit down, right? It could be like a really nice Chinese restaurant. It could be just like a hole in the wall. I like the little dives, the little hole in the walls. So you walk in, you sit down, you put your order in. Um, your utensils are there. You got a fork, knife, spoon, whatever it is. The stuff comes out. Hmm. And most of the time, right? Most of the time you go into these places, the chopsticks are there. But what about the times, you know, like when the chopsticks aren't around? It's just they expect you to eat with the fork or knife or the spoon. Now, well, look, that's fine. I could eat with either or. But hmm. sometimes going into a Chinese food restaurant, you're automatically thinking to yourself, all right, I'm going to go in. I'm going to eat that chow mein, I, you know, because I've perfected my chopstick skills and this is a great way 
to use them, right? So you go into the Chinese food no, restaurant. No, no, no. Are you, are you showing, are you displaying your right. chopstick skills to, to benefit what people may think of you or to right. get a further enjoyment of what you're eating? I don't know. I, I don't know. It could be one. It could be both. Uh, but I kind of feel a little let down sometimes, right? I, I feel like my experience just isn't what it could be or should be. Have uh, having not those chopsticks in front of me, not having them to use as an alternate utensil. Hmm. Uh, it, and so, so here's the problem, you know, you, you, you get the food and, and look, you pick it up, you eat it with a fork or a spoon or whatever, but I would almost feel a little uncomfortable and have felt that unco- uh, uncomfortable saying, Hey, excuse me, can I get some chopsticks? Cause right. now it's like, okay, we're in this age of, do I feel like I'm culturally appropriating? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I want to eat my fucking food, my Chinese food with chopsticks. I think they're making a big assumption more so than your possible uh, cultural appropriation. They're making an assumption based on your ethnicity. It could be. It could be. I would think that's the greater crime between the two. Yeah. And they're removing an option from someone. Right. They're, They're removing that option to... I don't know, practice my chop, uh, my chopstick skills to hone in my chopstick skills to maybe show the people that I'm there with, you know, the big table, you know, of the five or six or eight people there that, Oh, look at me, how superior I am to you that I can pick up two or three grains of rice with my chopstick and eat like there's not, you know, you you have that (laughs) whole thing going, whatever it is. But anyways, I kind of feel a little let down when the chopsticks aren't there on the table. So I remember one time, like I said, you're being stripped of a, of a choice an option and, and, and you're going out to this establishment and they are receiving you. They are hosting you. And as a good host, Shouldn't you allow all those in attendance to have as many options as possible? It's kind of what makes it fun, right? It's kind of what makes it fun going into the Chinese food restaurant and eating with chopsticks. It's like going into a fondue place. If I don't know, I mean, you go out there and they got the fondue skewers, right? Well, what if they just gave you a spork? Or what if you just had to? <laughs> what, if, what if you had to like drop that piece of bread into the cheese? And mix it around with the spoon and fish it out with the spoon. Well, that's not part of the experience, right? That's not the whole fondue experience. No, you have to have that little that little metal lance so that you can stab your food. You can you can dip it into the cheese pot. And you need to be, that's it's part of the overall experience. It's the thing. It's the, it's thing. the thing. It's the thing. So getting back to uh, this one restaurant we go to, um, I haven't been there in a while, but it was great. Uh, I remember walking in one day and sitting down with my buddy and uh, we ordered some food and this really, really cool cat walks in with the aviator teardrop sunglasses and the, oh, mem- make room. And, and the members only jacket and gray slacks and like a nice press oh. shirt under there, you know, total, total mafioso, you know, triad looking guy sits down in this corner of this table. This one corner sits down not pulled up to the table, you know, with his chest facing the table, but just kind of like at a 45 degree angle with one oh, arm the cool on, on the side of the table, legs yeah. crossed, 
two people immediately run over to him and he doesn't say a word. They just greet him. You know, Hmm. he, it's almost like they read his mind. They go back and they bring out this great big pile of, uh, of course, you know, they cooked it, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't pre-made. I mean, they, 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 they fired it right there, but this nice big plate of fried rice. Now, I don't know what was in it. If it was like a combo fried rice or just a ham fried, whatever it was. So it was there. So he's sitting there, does not take the sunglasses off, just is, is kind of like, scoping the room out taking taking it all in still legs crossed arm on the table without even batting it he picks up this big spoon it's almost like a serving spoon they didn't bring anything else out they didn't bring chopsticks they didn't bring a fork out they didn't bring anything they brought the plate the plate of rice and the big one spoon one serving spoon and he sat there and he just took big scoops of it and just started shoveling it down and eating and looking yep. at everybody in the room. And I'm like, this is the coolest guy I've ever seen in my entire life. And these <laughs> and, the, and these guys were just like the, the 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 staff, they were waiting on him hand and fist. And he would just like they would come back so much that he would just wave them off. He would wave them off with one hand. He, he wouldn't even say anything. Oh, he wouldn't even look wow. at them. He would just he no eye contact. He would just wave them off with one Was hand. he the owner? Was no, he... no. See, this is what I thought at first, okay? I thought he was the owner but I don't think he's the owner. And, and the reason why, because the owner more often than not would be behind the counter looking at the daily receipts or, you know, doing whatever it is. He would be doing owner stuff. This guy just walks in. He's not a patron. Yeah. He's he's, casually, right. Casually sits down. Yeah. Yeah. Sits down, probably might be getting a little envelope before he leaves. Who knows? But yeah really really cool and the thing that what you know the thing that made it was the the dark aviator sunglasses and the members only jacket that's that's a thing of beauty right yeah, there it was awesome now when he when he crossed his legs was it a high leg cross or no was no no, no. Kind of... fully one over the other oh. one over the other yeah and just kind of lean wow. back in his chair a little bit like not a care in the world Again, that 45-degree angle, that's the yeah. boss angle. Yeah, that was the boss angle. He was, let me tell you something, that guy was the boss of something. I don't know what. <laughs> Perhaps not that particular establishment. Yeah, right, but he was the boss. So, Sounds like he needed a cigar to go with that pose, is what it sounds like. But uh, 43 minutes, Dion. I think that's it. I think we're good. I got shit to do. You got shit to do. Yeah. Oh, d- uh, d- did we want to announce what the next cigar is for the vodcast coming up at the end no. of the month or take a break with that? I don't know. I mean, we, we, don't know we have another show yet. Yeah, we, we have another know. show yet. And again, to remind everybody to schedule um, first Monday, third Monday podcast. This is, of course, Disillusione programming. Mm-hmm. And uh, the final Monday of every month, vodcast. But also, I burnt the audio off it, and you got a podcast, too. So uh, we're everywhere. We're everything, and we're for everyone, except for that one guy. Except for that one dude, right? Except for the one guy. Thanks for listening, everybody. Kaplowitz.xyz, Kaplowitz Media, LugioneCigars.com, Lugione Cigars. Dan, I'm going to go get some espresso. Yeah, I'm going to go get another uh, cup myself. Bye. Later. See ya.